Welcome to another episode of the Smiles Ahead podcast, powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics. Uh, we'll get right into it. Today's going to be a fun episode. We're going to talk about celebrities and teeth. As we all know, we always hear about the Hollywood makeovers and, hey, you got a Hollywood smile, that type of stuff. So we're going to dive in a little bit into, you know, what goes into these smiles. And, you know, we've all seen the really good ones, right? So we're going to talk about some of the ones that maybe didn't work out quite as well and some of the stuff that we see that um, could have helped that process. Now, disclaimer, this has not hurt their careers at all. And uh, it's just something minor, but it's something fun that we can look at. Everybody can recognize these names. Everybody knows them. So as we always do in the first minute, I'll kind of give you a quick rundown. Um, and then if you want to hang around and listen to some detail stuff, um, we'll go about eight to 10 minutes on that. Um, so the first ones that we can talk about are Tom Cruise. Uh, there's Taylor Swift. Um, there's Ronaldo, the soccer player. You know, with Tom Cruise, that's a big one. They talk about it a lot in dental school. Um, we'll go into the way maybe he has that front tooth that just stares you right into the face. It looks like it's one center tooth instead of two up there. Taylor Swift is a little bit more uh, non-noticeable to somebody who's not really paying attention. So um, I don't disagree with you if you say, you know, Dr. Burr is crazy. That's She has a perfect smile. There's nothing to worry about. Yes, she has nothing to worry about, but we can go over some of the stuff that maybe could have improved her smile line and her result as, as we went along. But um, finally, Ronaldo, he was probably a huge transformation, and his biggest thing was doing the orthodontics and the restorative work, which we'll talk about is the gold standard of getting that super Hollywood smile. So that kind of breaks it down. We're going to talk about Tom Cruise and his midline, uh, Taylor Swift and what her, her canine might look like, and then Ronaldo and how he did it and basically um, went through the gold standard of how you want to get that done. Um, but with Tom Cruise, let's start there. You know, if you look at, if you Google any picture of them, you can tell pretty right off the bat that um, there's something with that midline. And most people can tell when they come into the office, when you're talking with the orthodontist, hey, I want my midlines on, um, you know, I don't want them off the center of the face and that type of stuff. So uh, what that seems to have been is the research that I've done, and you can't quite get any diagnostic records, so it's not like I have Tom Cruise's dental records. So I'm going off of what you can get off of Google and what you can get off of search engines, but it appears that not only do we have what's called a peg lateral on that left side there, we also have a missing premolar tooth. And this sometimes can be born without it, but a lot of times, you know, back in, um, we were doing orthodontics back then, if there was some crowding in that area, you just took that tooth out and closed up the space. So the problem is now we have that small tooth on the side and then a missing tooth. So you can imagine everything shifts over that way and takes that midline that's supposed to be right in the center of the face way over to the left side, which makes that one prominent tooth look like a you know it's staring you right in the face and it's right in the middle. And that's essentially what you're seeing when you look at Tom Cruise's smile, and you might turn your head a little bit. Um, now, it does help that he's gotten nice restorative work, and they're nice pearly white, so when he smiles really big, uh, he's usually doing some crazy acting job anyway, so you're a little bit more distracted, plus probably one of the best actors of all time, so it hasn't quite gotten in his way by any means. But that's kind of what we look at, and I like to bring that up because 
midlines do become a big issue when we're when we're treatment planning and when we're talking to patients about treatment. So the big, big misconception is that your upper midline must be exactly on with your lower midline. And that's just not the case. Um, you know, we've done study after study in 30-year studies, 20-year studies about what the lay person, meaning the person on the street, if they look at a smile, what they're going to notice. And anything within two millimeters of the top and the bottom being aligned, there's going to be zero difference in terms of aesthetics. And in terms of function, and that can actually be better if you're, you know, if you're guiding better with that midline just slightly off, just from things called Bolton discrepancies. That's um, a fancy word for the teeth being a little bit of different sizes. So within a millimeter or two, you're going to have a little bit of discrepancy. But long story short, if it's within that one to two millimeters, you're in great shape. Um, and another thing people tend to do is stick out their lower jaw. So when you're comparing your midlines, you like to stick your midline, your, your bottom jaw out. If you see me on YouTube, I'm doing it like that. And you look in the mirror. The problem is we all have a little bit of AC, asymmetries. So when you do that, your jaw might push one way to the left, one way to the right. And that's just simply not how you bite or not. You're never going around with your, your lower jaw sticking out and people looking at your midline. So aesthetically, that's just not something that should be of concern. Now, the big thing about that is like Tom Cruise's, if you have a missing full tooth and you're, you know, six millimeters off your midline, that's going to be noticeable. That's when you need to open up space, push that midline around and then get an implant or a bridge or something to replace that missing tooth. Um, you can also do it where you take out uh, symmetrical teeth on each side so you can even everything up. And that's when you have really proclined teeth or really crowded teeth. That can be a nice procedure for that. But it has to have symmetry. So if you take a tooth out on one side, you need to take it out on the other side and most likely on the other arch as well to get everything to fit together. And that's how that works. Now, what we do notice about the midline, that lay people, again, that just means somebody off the street that's asked, hey, what's up with this smile? Does it look right to you? If it's crooked, they're going to notice. So the midline can be off one to two millimeters in any direction, but if it's slanted, then you're going to really notice. So we don't want a slanted midline. We want it to be within two millimeters of each other. Anything past that is going to be noticeable. So that's the, the bottom line with midlines. Um, another thing with Tom Cruise is his gingival levels. So if we look at his big smile, and luckily he smiles a lot really big. So we have pictures. You can Google them. Um, and that's where the gum line comes into play. So one tooth is a little bit higher than the other. And what we notice there is that the gum line is slightly off. Now, if we're in an ideal world, we want that gum line to be, you know, symmetrical across the front and kind of scallop backwards in a nice, even way. In his case, one central is higher than the other. And because we're missing a tooth over there and everything was shifted, that is another reason for that. So um, because of the gingival margins and because of the midline, that's why some people would look at Tom Cruise's smile and say, hey, could we have done something different or what's going on there? But again, didn't seem to affect his career. So good for him. Um, now somebody that's a little bit more, well, I would say Tom Cruise is just as popular in the, in the news, but Taylor Swift, uh, very popular right now. 
on a crazy tour of people paying absurd amounts for her um, her tickets. So her success is outrageous right now. But there are, if you really want to get into the details, you can look at her case. And the reason I wanted to look at this is if you go back, you can see, you know, because she got famous pretty young um, in that age where she probably would have had braces, there's no real picture of her with braces, which would have been hard to miss with all the photography taken of her. So it appears that she just didn't have braces. And then at an early age, maybe 16, 17, she went ahead and did the Hollywood makeover smile where they just cut some teeth down, do some veneers, and try to correct that bite and that look with simply cutting the teeth down and putting um, caps on there. Where this can get into a, a tricky spot is if the foundation isn't quite correct, you're never going to get that real natural look. So in her case, she's got beautiful front teeth. But if we look at that canine tooth, it goes from one level and then jumps a high level. And that can throw off what we call the smile line. So you want that smile line to follow the lower lip, be real continuous as it goes backwards, and kind of fade naturally with each other with nice symmetry on each side. In her case, we had those canines that are just a little high. We can tell that those were probably veneered or capped a little early from the position. Again, going back to... Tom Cruise's situation, that's going to throw off the gingival margin. So when you smile high, it's instead of progressively going up, you're going to have that big step, which is going to throw the look of that smile off. Um, again, obviously, it hasn't affected her career or her big, beautiful smile. But if we're really getting into the details, that just shows you the importance of if we've done a little bit of orthodontic work, some Invisalign, even some braces, to get that canine where it should have been, get those teeth in the right place, and then do the caps. Not only will your um, foundation be good, but they can get that aesthetics looking really, really nice when they do their restorative work. Um, so that's kind of the, the lesson to be learned there is if you want that Hollywood makeover, make sure, you know, sometimes you don't need it, but make sure you consult an orthodontist before you go get a whole mouthful of crowns or or this and that. And most dentists will tell you to if they feel like it's in their realm or, hey, we need to move some stuff around and do that. Um, you know, 50% of our cases are adults, and I'd say a lot of those deal with restorative work with it. And those doctors are great at recommending it, and we can set up those cases beautifully, and they just work out so much better. Um, so I'll wrap it up with the last celebrity, Ronaldo, the soccer player. And he did it right. So if you look at his early pictures, man, that smile is, you know, pretty whack, as they say. It's just you know, kind of all over the place. Really needed some orthodontic work. Really needed some braces. But also had some miscolored teeth. They just weren't pretty teeth. But he did it right. You can see that he got braces, some clear braces if you Google it. Got them all in the right position. So the teeth that he had were all in the right position. So he got that foundation right. So now all the... The gum line, the smile line, everything looks good. And now we can go into that Hollywood makeover where we, you know, cut down a little bit on the tooth and put a nice pretty veneer on there. And that's the result that you see of his big, beautiful smile. And, um, you know, that's pretty much the gold standard and why that's so important to, uh, to what we're doing. So um, in, you know, to wrap things up, that's basically what we're looking at. You know, we use these celebrities to 
um, nitpick a little bit because obviously Tom Cruise and Taylor Swift have great looking smiles. But if we were going to change a few things and maybe the process they went through, they could have gotten a better result. So consult your orthodontics before doing any restorative work. And, you know, your dentist, again, is probably going to want to work with that orthodontist to make that because it makes their job easier, too. You know, if you're a restorative doctor that's going to do the crowns and the veneers and make this big smile, if the foundation is there, you're set up for a much more beautiful case. And then when you get done, the person's going to be happier because everything looks good. So um, uh, if you're ever thinking about it, uh, don't forget the orthodontic part. It seems like a pain, but it can really make a huge difference. And if you're going to invest that much money, that much time, and that much effort into getting that Hollywood makeover smile, make sure you're uh, taking all the necessary steps. Um, so we'll wrap it up there. Uh, fun little episode to always uh, bring in celebrities on that. But um, if there's any questions, comment below. Check us out on any podcast that you listen to, YouTube, and uh, we will see you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Smiles Ahead podcast powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Colt Orthodontics. Be sure to leave a rating, hit that subscribe button, and if you have more questions, you can reach out to me directly at sam at bwcortho.com. That's sam at bwcortho.com. You can also visit our website, bwcortho.com, and we will be happy to answer any questions you might have.